Welcome to Females and Fine Fettle, from Wiped Out to Wealth. This is where conscientious women entrepreneurs and women living like a boss come to learn about balancing their personal and professional wellness with ease. If you have the enthusiasm, motivation, and grit to make it happen, then listen up every Monday. To be sure you don't miss an episode, sign up for weekly updates at femalesandfinefettle.com. The following discussion is for educational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease. Please don't apply any of this information without first speaking with your doctor. Now, here are your hosts, Denise Pasquinelli and Dr. Michelle, your natural women's health advocates who blend the wisdom of ancient healing traditions and the science of functional medicine. Hey there, and welcome to episode 31. Today is a very special day because I get to introduce you to my new co-host, Denise Pasquinelli. She and I met about six months ago and hit it off right away. She is a functional nutritionist and lifestyle practitioner based out of the Pacific Northwest, but also working virtually like myself. So not only has she done extensive training alongside functional medicine gurus like Andrea Nakayama, she loves dabbling in the woo, which is one of the reasons I love hanging out with this lady. So welcome to the show, Denise. Thank you, Michelle. I am so pumped to be here. And speaking of the woo, I feel like there was a lot of woo involved in this collaboration. I don't know that I've told you this before, but at the top of the year, I was creating goals for myself and my business. And one of those was to start a podcast, but I really wanted to do it in partnership. So I put that in my plan for the year, find a dream co-host for a future podcast and poof, in came your invitation. So the way works. <laughs> That's so awesome. I am so stoked to have you on board. <laughs> so if you're eager to hear more about Denise, um, you can expect a full interview with her in a later episode. But for now, let's talk a little about detox. So something that always pops up this time of year are juice fasts. And as we enter the spring season, it's natural and actually really beneficial to do a cleanse of some sort. The question is, what is the right approach for you? So from an Eastern medical perspective, spring is the time of the liver and the wood element. Um, The energy is kind of upward and outward. Think about new shoots sprouting, right? And it's a natural time for people to feel the urge to purge, (laughs) whether it's their closet, their garage, or their bowels. The majority of us have that energetic tendency, right? Totally. I am in major declutter mode at the moment. And I think that seeing the world and the environment outside begin to wake up has me inspired to get rid of anything that is not sparking some sense of aliveness and vitality. If it's just so-so or worse, dead weight, it's out. (laughs) Totally. I know in a couple weeks, we're actually going to be diving um, into some tidying up tips, Mm -hmm. which I'm really looking forward to. I know for me, as the sun kind of starts peeking out more and more, it seems like it's also unveiling the areas of my house, my yard, my closet, or my body that need a little bit more love and (laughs) attention. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. on some levels, this desire to clear the clutter is awesome, but there are a few things to consider. So first, how does our body really detox? Enter emunctories. Yes, you have these. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great word. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so 
Amunctories are the main organs associated with detoxification in the body, mainly our digestive tract, kidneys, lungs, and skin. The liver is a huge detox organ, but it dumps its waste directly into the digestive tract and the kidneys mainly. So these organs are constantly working because we're not only exposed to, you know, the external toxins, things like the air we breathe, the food we eat, the water we drink, and the lotions and potions that we put on our skin, but our body's also dealing with our day-to-day metabolic waste, things like cellular turnover. Yes, this is something that I try to stress with my clients. The amazing amount of work that our bodies are doing on a daily basis to transform the things that we consume into us, as well as expel the things that do not serve us. One thing I would love to add to the list that you went through uh, earlier is that our body is also expelling our hormones yes. after we've moved through them. Our body is working to remove expended hormones from our bodies, namely estrogen, that if left unchecked can mess with all sorts of things. So big high five to keeping these elimination organs feeling fine. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so basically when we're talking about cleansing and detox, we always want to keep these things in mind. Back to juice fasting, I find that a lot of people equate detox with some sort of fast or juice cleanse, which makes sense because one of the most efficient ways to really clean something out is to stop putting junk in, right? So juice fasting can help us remove a lot of the junk we may have been putting into our bodies, things like refined sugars, exogenous hormones, and chemicals from conventionally grown produce, which is all good, but there are a few downsides. So let's dive into the bigger picture first, and then we'll get down to the nitty gritty. So tell us about the energetics, Denise. Groovy. So One of the traditional healing systems that I love to use in my work is Ayurveda. And Ayurveda is a traditional form of Hindu medicine, and it's based on the idea of creating health and harmony in the body, mind, and spirit via diet, herbal treatments, and yogic breathing. One of the approaches to creating harmony in the body is by first understanding the elemental makeup of a person, of the environment that they are in, and of the energetics of the things that they eat or are in relationship with. And with that knowledge, we can create balance by bringing in foods and practices with an opposite energy. So put simply, it's the notion that like attracts like and opposites balance. So the way we can apply this like attracts like thinking to juicing in spring is by considering the qualities of the juice, cold, damp, sweet, and lacking substance. While we consider the qualities of spring, which are cool, damp, and unpredictable, especially here in the Pacific Northwest. So potentially what we end up with is an overabundance of these qualities, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it could be depending on your constitution or some of the symptoms you may be having. From an Ayurvedic perspective, these are the qualities of kapha, which is represented by the elements earth and water. An abundance of these qualities can lead to imbalance, which may contribute to symptoms such as excess mucus, holding water weight, sluggishness and depression, all of which are characteristics of a kapha that has fallen out of balance. 
To rebalance, we can bring in foods and lifestyle practices that have the opposite qualities to the season we are in. So think warming, spiced, and fibrous foods. Yes. So Chinese medicine has pretty much the same philosophy. I love seeing the consistency across traditional forms of healing. It's so cool. But yes, in Chinese medicine, fresh fruits and vegetables tend to have a cooling effect on the system, which can lead to cold symptoms in the body. So things like diarrhea or slower metabolism or cramping, and that could be in the muscles and the intestines or in the uterus like uh, menstrual cramps so another issue with juicing is that it is high in sugar with little to no fiber so this can cause blood sugar imbalances energy dips and mood swings yes one of my favorite mantras from andrea nakayama is fat fiber protein every time you eat And with that mantra, we can still enjoy the occasional juice with some modification. A smoothie may be a simpler way to go, but if juice is your thing, think about how you could add some fat fiber protein to it. The addition of ground chia or flax is one way to balance your juice. You could also add a clean protein powder like hemp or collagen with a shot of MCT oil. Yes, those are awesome suggestions. So something else I've run into in practice is that some people actually end up feeling worse during and after a juice fast. Now, this could definitely be related to the issues that we've already talked about, namely, you know, the energetics. But another thing to consider is gut health. So when our digestive lining is inflamed and compromised for one reason or another, it's not really able to flush out those toxins that are being released as effectively as it could. So they can actually end up recirculating in our body, which makes us feel like crap. (laughs) So. This is actually a main reason why it's important to focus on gut healing before you do any real focused detox protocol. Um, as always, we we don't want to leave you high and dry here, right? So what options are there um, besides juicing? So the podcast title kind of gave it away, but let's dive into <laughs> souping. So revisiting the energetics a bit, whenever you cook a fruit or a vegetable, you are right literally warming it up, but you're also warming it up energetically, which can end up being more nourishing to the system because it requires less work and energy for our body to process and assimilate it. For example, bone broth is one of my go-tos, and you can do a ton to doctor that up, but what about you, Denise? Absolutely. I always have some bone broth ready in my house, not only for its nutritional benefits, but also its gut healing benefits. I love adding fermented miso paste to my broth with some sesame oil and maybe a little bit of ghee. Mm. When I drink a mug of that, it feels like the most warming and nourishing thing around. Yum. (laughs) Yes. We can also help our digestive system out by blending our food, which supports the mechanical breaking down of food, and that also makes it easier for the body to assimilate. So with blending in mind, I just have to share my love for blended soups. So we get the digestive boost with blending. There is also something really beautiful about the smooth and creamy texture of a blended soup. 
so comforting and nourishing. Some of my favorite recipes combine just a couple of veg with some flavorful liquid and savory spices that end up being a warm and satisfying soup in a flash. And to give you guys a couple of ideas about ways that you can make this in your own home, there'll be a little freebie with a recipe and some tips for making blended soups nice, quick, and easy in the show notes. With blended soups, I love to serve with toasted nuts and seeds and finely chopped radish to get a bit of a crunchy texture, as well as some fresh herbs like parsley or cilantro, which do double duty by supporting our detox organs. Totally. Cilantro and parsley are awesome for kind of sequestering or mopping up heavy metals in the body. So Mm -hmm. yes, yum, yum, yum. I love these ideas. So perfect. And if you want to expand your seasonal energetic touch to other areas of your cuisine, you can also focus on foods and ingredients that emphasize the season. Yes. Spring offers up all sorts of goodies that support the body to gently cleanse. Think nutrient-dense sprouts, tender microgreens, fresh herbs, leafy greens, and the beginnings of cruciferous veg that support our body to detox. Plus, spring means asparagus, radish, ramps, mushrooms, all the goodies are coming up. Mm -hmm. The others, yes, the other super thing about spring foods is that they are nice and fibrous. That fiber is going to support scrubbing out the small intestine after a winter's worth of heavier foods, and it's going to feed our good bacteria in our large intestine. Poops for the win. Yes. All right, so that is a wrap for today. Be sure to head over to femalesinfinefettle.com to grab your freebie. Denise has put together an awesome list filled with tips to help you get started with your blended soups. All right, I cannot wait to meet you back here next week. In episode 32, we'll be chatting with Laura Adler, an environmental toxins expert and educator and a certified holistic health coach who teaches practitioners and consumers alike. She is a ton of fun, so I can't wait to introduce you to her. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great rest of your week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Females and Fine Fettle from Wiped Out to Wealthy, a podcast to fit your lifestyle. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at femalesandfinefettle.com. If you have questions or topic ideas for upcoming episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Please be sure to tune in next week.